Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. This is kind of an exciting episode because not only do we have our first male guest, but he also happens to be my husband and my business partner and life partner, Ben Thiefels, and um, I'm so excited to have him here. Welcome. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, this is also, guys, his first podcast recording ever, so... Yeah, it's probably going to be a little rocky. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> we all forgive you. Um, so normally I would do a little like bio intro, um, but we didn't plan for that. So instead, Ben is just going to introduce himself. So tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Cool. So... As you know, my name is Ben Thiefels. Uh, you probably know more about me than I think because you've probably been following <laughs> Jess's, uh, all of Jess's Instagram posts for like the better part of a decade. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I co-run Jessica Thiefels Consulting with, uh, uh, with Jess and also um, I'm a co-founder of Don't Ask How. Mm-hmm. For my day job, I am a product marketer and designer and um, currently have a number of clients that are in the technology space, but also, um, I mean, really just, they really range the gamut. They're mostly companies that are looking for help uh, communicating their value or building a new website or um, just better marketing their products. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And kind of, so what I wanted to talk about today, which when I said I don't have a plan, normally I kind of have a general idea, but I just want to talk about the idea of don't ask how, and not the business, though we will talk about that maybe a little bit later, but don't ask how the business that we run, the company, the e-commerce business, um, with awesome products that you should go check out at don'taskhow.com, came from the fact that sort of don't ask how has become one of our unofficial life mottos. And it it really started for us before we left to travel. And as a recap for anyone who doesn't know, we traveled, uh, Ben and I, for eight months, literally circumnavigating the globe from Australia to Southeast Asia to Europe to Africa, uh, Northern Africa. And obviously, as you can imagine, that was like a huge leap for us to just leave our home for eight months. Um, But for Ben, let's say, how do I intro this? I guess I'll say Ben used to say, I I was more scared of sleeping in the dark than I was of like just taking a leap and traveling the world. And I think for Ben, it was harder to let go of that how, to just go travel the world and leave his job and like hope that it all worked out. 
Yeah, I I think it was a huge step for me, way outside of my comfort zone. Um, I'm as most of you probably know, I'm this like super regimented person. I'm like probably the polar opposite of Jess, <laughs> <laughs> who is uh, very you know just sort of go with the flow, things will work out. And I think over the years, she has definitely um, really <laughs> tried to pull me out of my neuroses. <laughs> Your beat bop, beat bop. Yeah, like living. my, because I don't know, it's, I, I, it's really, it's really scary kind of not, not knowing where your next paycheck is going to come from. And yeah. uh all of a sudden having the freedom to make your own schedule and not having anyone to tell you what to do. And and while that's awesome, it also is a big responsibility. And uh, I had always felt very comfortable in the jobs that I had had, you know, working for a design agency or being a product marketer in a startup. And um, while those jobs afforded me like a lot of different, a lot of latitude really to, you know, make my own schedule and do what I wanted to do, I still was in a company and I still was kind of in my role. And when we decided to travel, that was pretty much the, it was the, probably the most extreme departure from my life at that point. Um, was leaving a full-time job. Yeah, I was leaving a full-time job and, and just being able to just be okay with not knowing. Um, and uh, spoiler alert, it was the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can remember as you're saying that, I remember living in, uh, when we lived in PB, Pacific Beach in San Diego. Um, when we were living there, I remember talking about, I had sort of, I think this is right when I had become, or I was thinking about becoming, like going contract. And so I would essentially be self-employed. And I remember talking to you about it. And I remember you being like, I don't know, maybe I had already been self-employed for a little while and I was talking to you about branching out and seeing if you could do it too. And I remember you saying like, there's no way I could leave a pay, like we can't live off of no steady paycheck. Like it was like unfathomable to you that we would both do that. And obviously now we do, we run two companies together and we do very well for ourselves. But um, I don't know, it's funny to think how far, like what was the fear of not having steady paychecks just that we wouldn't, be able to I mean ourselves? to be honest I think it would when I really like look at it it was less of the fear of not having a steady paycheck and more of the fear of betting on myself really when mm. it comes when it comes down to it you know it's it's that self-doubt that always creeps into I think most of our minds um, and that imposter syndrome which is like can I actually can I actually do this and um I mean, I, I found very quickly that, that I could, um, you know, all of the, the habits that I had, I had built up over, you know, the, the previous eight or nine years in my career, um, I found just served me really, really well. And even more so, you know, working for myself and it only took me probably about, a I don't know, three weeks or so to really, to realize that I was able to do it. Uh, like the first couple of weeks were like a little bit scary, you know, waking up and being like, all right, I have a whole day ahead of me. <laughs> you know what, what do I, what do I do to make the most of this day? 
Um, but I very quickly realized that I had all the answers that I needed. And just to take it one step at a time was, was enough. So taking it one step at a time was prob- was like maybe one of your like key lessons into shifting into the idea of you don't have to know how, you just have to like move forward, do the work, trust. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, doing the work is the biggest thing. It, you know, if you do the work, the rest will follow. I think a lot of what I assume probably a lot of people struggle with when they manage their own schedules is having the discipline to sit down and do the work. Mm. Um, I never, I honestly never had that problem. Um, maybe I'm unique in that, but I, I think that if you continually just sit down, even if it's really tough and just put pen to paper, then you will be successful eventually. Yeah. But getting there, I mean, it's before you even get to that. So many people are probably listening that I'm sure we have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen, but a lot of people still work a full-time job and they're still scared to make that leap. Like what are some things you could give them that you learned? Essentially, I mean, you chose to leave the job, but you were kind of forced. Like your job was the only thing that was holding us back from leaving for traveling for eight months. Like what are some things that you could maybe tell people or like one or two things about making that leap? Like, how do you do that? How do you actually, before you even get to managing your own schedule saying, I can do this, I know I can do this, I'm going to branch out on my own? Well, to be honest, I mean, there was a lot of prep work that went into leaving my job. Mm -hmm. And that was for the period of six to eight months before we um, before we left for our trip, I started taking on freelance work outside of, um, outside of my full-time job. So, I mean, I won't sit here and pretend that it was easy. It definitely was a lot of work. Um, you know, I would work a full eight, nine hour day and then come home and do another three, four hours of freelance work. And I was doing that for, yeah, for like six, six solid months. So, you know, I was working 16 to 18 hour days, you know, five, six days a week. Um, but that being said, I mean, the freelance work that I was doing at, in the evenings was, were things that I really enjoyed. You know, it was design work. It was things that allowed me to, uh, express, you know, kind of stretch my creative muscles that I wasn't able to do in my day-to-day job. So it felt less like grueling work and more of an opportunity to get better at something that I really liked that, you know, in in this case, it was design and and web design um, that I had always shied away from because I didn't necessarily think, you know, I was good enough at it. But when that first, you know, when that first paycheck comes in for, you know, for, for freelance, when, you're doing something you really enjoy and you're actually getting paid for it. It's pretty incredible. And it really does, um, it does help you realize like what you're actually capable of. So it was, it was hard, you know, again, it just goes back to doing the work, but, um, but I mean, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing proposition. I mean, our, our, you know, leaving for an eight month trip was definitely, I think, kind of an extreme example of, uh, of, you know, somebody just sort of jumping off a cliff and saying, all right, here we go. Like we're going to do this. 
Um, but it doesn't have to be that either. You know, just being able to uh, take small steps every day towards a goal. Um, and we did. I mean, for our trip, I've said before, like, it's not like we decided we were going to go on a trip and then bought a plane ticket and left the next day. Like, we decided in probably, we were just talking about this, maybe October of twenty. 18 that we were going to leave in 2019 and we wanted to leave in January, but we were both in a wedding in April of 2019. So we said, you know what, let's leave after that wedding in April. So that was, you know, a solid amount of time that we took to plan and research. And, um, again, we didn't know how it was all going to work. We were just taking the steps to move toward what it was that we wanted. We had no idea how it was going to work, quite frankly. Yeah, it was kind of nuts. Honestly, I had never been on a trip that was longer than three weeks probably before this. And even those trips were like very regimented and planned out. And (laughs) in in this case, you know, we planned up, you know, what our first month maybe ish. And we, you know, buying a one-way plane ticket is a pretty, it's a pretty wild experience. Yeah. <laughs> Being like, I don't know where we're going to, where we're going to fly back from or where we're going to go after. Yeah. We know. didn't know until about a month before we even left where we were going to fly out of. <laughs> yeah. It was, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. And I think, I think the, something else that's interesting is, so we sort of, had that don't ask how motto in preparing to leave and being like, okay, we don't know how this is going to go. We don't know what's going to happen. Are we going to need visas? Are we going to have everything we need? Um, And then while we were traveling, we had to sink even more into that mindset because it got to the point where we weren't, we didn't know where we were going next. We had like a general idea. And I think the interesting thing about that as I look back is the more you do this, the more you not travel the world, but like live in this mindset of don't ask how, just do the work, just move forward and trust, the easier it gets. Like, wouldn't you say that travel, it was like, so we were like, oh, this is literally so easy. Yeah. Going back to my just completely neurotic personality, <laughs> uh, you know, going up to leading up to this trip, like I was in just like full prep mode, you know, going through yes. all of the... <laughs> possible, you know, worst case scenarios and getting all our documentation in order and whatnot. And um, I would definitely say I way over prepared. (laughs) And I realized that, you know, after the first month or so, I just realized how easy it was, you know, really, I mean, in the specific instance of travel, like international travel, like ultimately all you need is a credit card and your passport. Yeah. Like everything else can can be done on the on the fly. But I mean, applying that to other areas of your life too, it really, when you strip back all of the, um, just all of the, the bullshit that you think you need or you think is holding you back, like there really isn't very much at the end of the day. Like there's always, there's always a way forward. Uh, and once you get out of your own way, <laughs> it becomes a lot clearer what that path is. Yeah. So lately, like as in the last year, we've been back, we've been in like more of a normal life. You're now, you've been working for yourself and loving it now for two years. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Because April of 2019 is when we left. And like, where are you seeing those sort of like initial lessons of don't ask how, like showing up in your life now? Like, where do you find yourself continually coming back to that mindset and 
like where you may be struggling to hold on to that? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, being an entrepreneur and working for yourself, it, it really is stressful sometimes. Uh, I mean, for me, with regards to income, you know, just like looking at my next couple months and maybe seeing gaps in uh, in like client work and just saying like, well, shit, you know, like it, it's when you're when you're the only one who's who's in charge of uh, of bringing in business, it's uh, it's hard sometimes to trust. But that's one thing that Jess has actually really hammered home for me is that you know when when something falls through or if if something doesn't go the way you think, uh, it's really just opening you up for something else that's going to come. And every single time, you know, <laughs> every month, it uh, it always works out. You know, something, something comes through and, and that's, that's, I think just been the the biggest struggle for me is just on a continual basis is just trusting that it's, it's going to be fine, <laughs> you know? Uh, and, and it always is, it always is like, it, you know, even if, even if I'm the one who has to make it happen, you know, I, it, it doesn't always just like fall into your lap, right? Even if I'm the one who has to do the work um, to make it happen, you know, it always happens. Yeah. I think what you said too reminds me of, for me as well, is that when you're running your own business or you're in this, you're making life changes or something, there's always going to be the ebb and flow in terms of business with income. Like, you know, I always say to Ben and I say to myself, so you're going to have some big months and you're going to have some low months. Like it's the same thing. We used to talk about this with saving money. If we couldn't save as much one month, it was like some months were going to be high, some months were going to be low. And I think that's a big part of the don't ask how mindset is something I've said a bunch is like trust. I think that's the hardest thing to really latch onto is like really trusting that if I have a low month this month, I'm going to pick it back up next month or something's going to come through. Or if I send these three emails something's gonna, something's gonna come from that. And so, um, what are your thoughts on like, can you think of anything else in terms of like, that's helped you lean more into that trust? Cause I see you trusting more now than you did before. I'm wondering if there's like anything in particular that has helped you lean into that trust a bit more. Um, well, <laughs> you're a big part of it, <laughs> honestly, because I feel like every time I feel myself slipping, I definitely, <laughs> you're always, always in my, always in my ear saying, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, honestly, I think for me, it's really just come with experience, mm. you know, as, as it's just, it's easier it's easier to trust and it's easier to, um, yeah. I, I mean, like when, when you just see it happen over and over again, right. you know, then it just becomes a lot easier to, um, to know that it will work out. Right. Exactly. And that's why sometimes most of the time you do have to just do it without knowing how, because it's in the not knowing that you start building that resilience mm -hmm. and start pushing through those limitations that were there by saying like, I'm not, I'm going to just let these limitations go even temporarily and like give myself an opportunity to prove to myself that this is going to work. Like for me, I'm very 
like logical minded and like I like data points. And so I always joke that like I want more data points. And so it's when you sort of push yourself over that edge or out of your comfort zone, that's when you start collecting those data points that prove to you that like I can mm-hmm. trust myself or I can do this or whatever it is that you're working on. Yeah. The word that really stood out to me that you just said is resilience. And I mm. think that's that's really what it's been for uh, been for me is when you're just starting out, it's really easy to let even the smallest obstacle become this giant thing and and really, you know, become a, a reason for you to resist change. And the more you you tackle those obstacles and you overcome those obstacles, you just you realize how small they really are. And when they come up again or something else comes up that you may not have tackled before, you have those, you know, that muscle memory to fall back on, um, which makes it a lot easier. So I guess if there's one takeaway here, it's that it's, you know, just try your best to to get over the early humps and the early hurdles because it gets so much easier. And, mm. and you realize that you're a lot stronger and more resilient than you think you are. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I love that. So would that be, as we wrap up this conversation, which this has been awesome, I love just like hearing your side because obviously I live with you and Ben and I have been together for those who don't know for at least 16 years this year. So we're sort of rather intertwined, but it's fun hearing about sort of your inner workings that maybe I don't hear about. Um, Would that be the last thing you said? Would that be like the one big takeaway? Like if there's one thing people take away from this conversation or would you want to give them one more gem? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I mean, I also, I think the just, just don't be afraid to start. Mm. I I think the the biggest, the biggest thing for me that I I always just like got in my own way, you know, and and it was so easy to do something else or to say, I'm tired or I don't want to, you know, I just don't feel like it today. And, and I feel like for myself, I, I often just like make mountains out of molehills, really. Like I just sort of <clears throat> build something up in my mind to the point where it seems almost impossible. And so it's easy not to start, but just, just like sitting down and doing it, you know, if, like whatever it might be, like just take five minutes or just think about it. Take 10 minutes to think about it and to think about how you might approach it. And, and it just, I don't know, like it just, it just becomes easier. The more you do it, the easier it gets. So. And the less the how matters because it's like, I'm just going to move forward in whatever way I think is going to work. And I'm just going to take the steps. Yeah. I mean, ultimately like you, you just never really know where this journey is going to lead you. Um, you know, for, for my own business, like that was super apparent. Like I, I really, you know, I started freelancing and which was, what was so interesting to me is that all of like the connections I had made over the previous eight or nine years of my career, like all just sort of started lining up for me when I, when I went out on my own, you know, people who I hadn't talked to in years, you know, would, I would just randomly reconnect with and it would turn into a, uh, you know, a project or something. And, I just, I feel like I've gotten to the point now where I just like know things are, I know things are exactly where they need to be. 
And even if I don't know where I'm going next, I know that, you know, it's, it's going to be all right. Yeah. I love it. Great. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. This has been amazing, super cool, and I'm sure fun for people who, like you said, see you on as the, my other half on Instagram all the time <laughs> or hear me talking about you on here. Um, so switching gears as we finish up, tell us what are you getting intentional about right now? Um, well, <laughs> if you can uh, take, if you've been listening to this conversation, uh, this probably won't be a surprise, uh, but business development for me right now has been, um, has been top of mind. Uh, just creating an engine that can deliver me more, <laughs> uh, more work more regularly. Um, so I don't have to rely on other people as much is, uh, is super important. Yeah, totally. And where can listeners connect with you outside of the podcast? Uh, well, I'm <laughs> surprisingly, I'm not on any social media, really. I'm I on, do that for both of us. <laughs> uh, I'm on LinkedIn, so you can find me on LinkedIn or on my website, uh, benthiefels.com. Awesome. Thank you again, babe, for being here. This was a super fun episode. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great. Yeah. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.